he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, I'll tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. Or whoever came before me were thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not listen to them. Verse 9. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pasture. Final verse. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. This is the reading of God's word. Hi, everyone. Ah, so, um, when I saw that this was the passage today, I was really pleased because it's one of the passages that I really love. Um, and I think when I was growing up as a Christian, the um, whole imagery of um, the good shepherd and sheep and all of that just somehow really spoke to me. Not particularly because I lived in the countryside, because I didn't, but it's just something that, um, I don't know, I think is quite sort of easy for us to understand. But actually the first part of the passage does seem a bit complicated. When you first read it, it starts talking about gates and sheep and whoever comes in which way. Um, and it can be a bit complicated. I remember... Um, Years ago, I was given this passage to speak on at a summer camp I was doing. And I remember really being a bit confused by the beginning of it and not really fully understanding the whole like gate concept. I think it's really easy for us to understand, to think of Jesus as a good shepherd, of, of him like looking after us and caring for us like the shepherd cares for his sheep. But then when we think about a gate, it's perhaps not so easy. Um, but a couple of things really helped me with that. So the first one is that actually in those days, the shepherd actually was the gate. So there weren't any like actual gates to open and close. The entrance to the sheepfold was open and the shepherd slept there. So the sheep would go in and then the shepherd, the shepherd would position himself as the gate, as though he was a gate um, to protect his sheep so that nothing could come in and harm them. And obviously there's like two main purposes for a gate. The first is so that we can gain access to something, but the second is also for protection and safety, so that whatever's inside can be kept safe. Um, and those things are like really speak to me about who Jesus is and what he does for us, because first he gives us access. He gives us access to the Father. He's the one that we go through to have that relationship with God, but also that he's our shepherd, that he's our protection, our place of safety, and the one who takes care of us. Um, and also the things about um, hearing his voice says that the sheep um, know the shepherd's voice. But actually before that, it says the sheep listen to his voice. So in verse 3, it says the sheep listen to his voice. And then later in verse 4, it says that they follow him because they know his voice. And I think that's the case with, with us and with God, that it's not just, we don't just like get to just know his voice just like that. We actually have to listen for his voice and learn what his voice sounds like so that then we're prepared for those times where those other voices come, where those other voices that aren't him um, try to speak to us. Um, and I used this as an image last week. I was doing a Lent session with nursery children, <laughs> so with three-year-olds, and we were talking about Jesus in the wilderness. 
Um, and I didn't really want to go into the whole, like, the devil and everything. But we just talked about the voice. We talked about how Jesus heard a voice, but he knew the voice wasn't a good voice. He knew the voice wasn't God. So that's why he didn't do what the voice said. So I think the voice is really important, us getting to know what God's voice sounds like. Um, and then the final thing uh, is in verse 10, that, I guess, very famous verse, I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. Uh, I used to be a teacher before I worked here. I taught at a little Church of England school called St. Michael's in Camden. And this was our school mission statement. Was a, we had a big um, mural and it was written along the bottom, I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. And for me as a teacher, it was very definitely my mission statement as well. But I often wondered whether it really was what the school was about. Because for me... Jesus saying, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full, isn't just about learning as much as you can in your education and achieving everything you can like with your intellect and you know, getting the best grades, but it's actually about the whole person. It's about everything that we are. Um, and in school, we used to talk about different kinds of development, our physical development, talk about our intellect, we talk about our spiritual development. And for me as a teacher, it was about all of that. It was about if I had a child who really wasn't any good at academic stuff, but they were amazing at sport or music or art, then to encourage them into that. Um, And I think really Jesus is saying here that he wants us to have the best kind of life that's right for us, that each of us has these different skills, this different kind of personality, but that it's about all of us. It's about... um, you know, it says that the sheep will come out and find safe pasture, and it's about for us finding everything that we need in him, you know, everything that meets all of our needs, not just our intellect, but our creative sides, our emotional needs, our spiritual needs, and um, all of those things are met in him. So I think that's really the verse that, that stands out for me for this passage, that the kind of life Jesus wants for each of us is the best kind of life, um, and that he knows exactly who we are. He knows exactly what makes us tick, what we love, what's going to really give us that full life. And he's the one that can lead us into that. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you that you are our place of safety. Thank you that you're the one that gives us access to the Father, that we can come to him through you. And thank you that you came so that we could have the best kind of life. I pray for each one of us that you would show us what that means for each of us, that you would point out to us areas where you want to just give us more and more um, of that life that you have for us. Amen.